welcome back to the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Danny Underwood, a lawyer turned mindset coach, a mum, and a high vibe boss babe. This podcast is here to delve into all things mindset and self development to help you step into your power and become the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Your Power podcast. I hope you are all having a good week. My week has been really, really busy, um, but it's been busy in a good way. Uh, I'm just really grateful for everything happening in my life right now, all the opportunity, and for all my beautiful soul aligned clients and yeah, everything I get to do. And also that I love what I do. So although, you know, I've had a busy week, I love it. So it doesn't feel like work to me, you know, it doesn't drain me. Um, And I guess I have the flexibility in that I I get to choose my hours and when I work. And yeah, I still get to spend time with my son. I took him to swimming lessons yesterday because uh, he missed out on a few weeks there when I had COVID. So yeah, I mean, that really was fun. It warms my heart. He loves swimming. And we have baby sensory that we go to on Fridays, which he loves uh, as well. So yeah, again, um, you know, I'm, I'm busy, but I'm really grateful. And I'm grateful that I still get to spend time with my son and, you know, be there for him as he grows up as well, because he is only eight months old. So anyway, Enough about me and my week. Um, I just wanted to jump on today and record an episode about the mind-body um, connection. Want to up-level your life so that you feel more fulfillment and joy in your life? Let me help you gain clarity in your life and become magnetic to your desires by holding your hand on a journey of self-discovery, healing, and growth with my signature one-on-one personal breakthrough program. My March intake for this program is now open. So you can apply to work with me via the link in my Instagram bio, which I will also link below in the show notes, or you can DM me on Insta for a chat to see if the program is the right fit for you. And I'm happy to answer any questions you have. So you have probably seen me perhaps talk about this a little bit on um, Instagram, on my stories, or even um, I did make a post this week as well about it. And so I guess I just want to delve into this a little further. Um, This is something that I do delve into with my one-on-one clients. And, you know, the reason why I I talk about this mind-body connection and taking a holistic view of health, you know, encompasses, you know, a healthy mind and a healthy body. That's what health means to me and also a a healthy spirit. Um, And so, you know, for me, that is so important because I have studied the brain and understand how it works. And so, you know, I understand that your physiology affects your psychology and your psychology, your brain affects your physiology and your body. And so, you know, the mind and body are the same system, right? They are connected through neural pathways made up of neurotransmitters, hormones, and chemicals, right? They are constantly communicating with one another. And, you know, we, we have our, what we call our brain, which is in our head, but, you know, some people say that your mind 
encompasses your brain and body, right? So your mind is also in your body. And I've also previously touched on um, the importance of listening to your intuition and your your gut, right? And the scientific research behind um, the neurons in your, your gut that send you those signals. And so some people do say that your mind is also in your body, right? The same cells that make up your body make up your brain. And so these cells are, you know, constantly communicating with each other and the mind, the body, the brain are all constantly communicating with each other through these neural pathways and and connections, right? So, you know, ultimately what this means is that our thoughts, feelings and beliefs and attitudes can either positively or negatively affect our biological functioning, right? So in other words, you know, our brain can affect how healthy our bodies are. And like that is 100% true. And, you know, I'm sure you've all heard the stories of people that have been diagnosed with, you know, a terminal illness, right? And the people whose brains give up, right, where they they believe what they're being told, they believe that their illness is terminal and they believe that there's no hope for them and that they're going to die, right? They believe that in their brain, their brain then switches off and it sends, it communicates with the body and sends signals to the body to shut down and switch off and they will die. But, you know, there are also those stories of people with terminal illnesses that overcome them, right? And they're unexplainable to the medical profession. They don't know how these people have been able to overcome these terminal illnesses. And even, you know, one of my one-on-one clients was telling me how that happened with her dad, right? He was diagnosed with terminal cancer and it's now been four years and he is alive and the cancer's gone. And the medical profession could not explain how this has occurred. They were adamant that he was going to die. And so the difference between the people that recover and the people that don't, the people that the people that do recover, they don't believe what they're being told. They're like, okay, yep, I've got a terminal illness, whatever. They're like, I'm going to keep living my life. And subconsciously, they don't actually believe that information. And when their brains don't believe that information then the, their brains keep signaling to their body to, you know, keep going. And they can even, the brain can even send signals to the body to regenerate, right? And so, like, this all comes back to the brain and the, the mind-body connection, how the two are so fiercely interconnected and are always communicating and how they affect one another, right? And so things that you didn't think were possible can be possible. Like your brain is so, so powerful and so is your body, right? But, you know, it it all depends on what you believe about yourself uh, and how you utilize your brain as to how your body is going to work and function. And the same goes, you know, how you're using your body and how your body's functioning also impacts your brain and your psychology and and what you're thinking, right? So even what we do with our physical body, what we eat, how much we exercise, our posture, they all impact our mental state, right? Again, either positively or negatively. Like if we consume 
crap foods with a, like a lot of processed foods, a lot of chemicals in them or drugs even, right? Alcohol, th these are chemicals that we're putting into our body and that, that actually puts our own hormones and bodily chemicals out of whack and so that then impacts our mental state right, by what we are putting in our physical body and what we're consuming with our physical body, right, and again, like exercise, exercise can release endorphins and feel-good hormones, it can make us feel good, so by simply exercising or going for a walk, right, what we're doing with our body can affect our mental state, our mind, our brain, how, how we're feeling, what we're thinking by what we're doing with our physical body, and again, with our posture, you know, if we're slumped over looking down at the floor, we're going to start to feel sad. If we're upright, open, smiling, dancing even, we're going to start to feel happy and good. So I hope that you can see from these examples how your mind and body or, you know, your, your body and brain are interconnected and how they work together and how they both impact one another. And so you can understand how important it is in order for you to be healthy. That means having a healthy body, having a healthy physiology, as well as having a healthy mind, healthy beliefs, healthy thoughts, right? And so I always encourage my clients to order what they consume. What are they listening to? Right, because we may think it's harmless, but if we're listening to, you know, profanity music, that goes into our subconscious. And we start to believe these things or we start to have these thoughts that they do impact us, whether we are consciously aware of it or not. Like what we watch, what we look at, you know, yeah, who, who we look at on Instagram or TV, what we're listening to, you know, what we're thinking, what we're eating, who we're hanging around with, whose energy we're consuming, you know, do they drain us? Do they always complain? These things all impact us mentally and physically. And so I always tell my clients, they need to regularly audit these things. Whatever's not serving or supporting them, even if they can think it's harmless, get rid of it because it will eventually start to impact you just to demonstrate the point a little further. I want you to think about what kind of posture do you exhibit when you are depressed or angry? Do you lie in bed, curled up in a ball, thinking about sad memories from the past when you're depressed? Do you clench your fists and your teeth and tighten your jaw when you're angry? Like what kind of posture and physiology? So physiology, you know, that includes your breathing, your eye movements, your facial expressions, your postures, your gestures, right? And so even with breathing, like when you're angry, your heart's probably racing, when you're depressed or sad, your breathing might be very unsteady, uneven, right? And all of these physiological things that we do with our body, they put us into a state. 
they make us feel a certain way. When we're breathing unevenly or unsteadily, we're going, <laughs> you know, that, that's going to start to make us feel sad, stressed, worried, anxious, whatever. Right? And so we need to become aware of what we're doing with our bodies when we're in these states. And we, then we also need to become aware, you know, what kind of posture do you exhibit when you're happy or excited? Right? Like when you're happy, are you smiling? Are you standing upright and your chest is open? Like are you free and flowy? Like you, you know, use your arms to to gesture and um, you're not slumped over. You know, when you're excited, you may clap or, I don't know, scream. You know, you might be dancing with your arms up in the air, like just letting, just being free, allowing yourself to be, right? And just think of yourselves when, when you're like in that state and your physiology when you're in those states of being happy or excited or carefree. And so next time you feel a certain way, I want you to actually consciously stop and think because it's so unconscious. We, you know, unless we become consciously aware and decide to recognize when we're in these states and recognize our physiology, then we just keep repeating the cycle and the loop because it's just a behavioral pattern. When we go in this state, when we feel sad, this is the physiology we exhibit. But what I'm asking you to do is next time you're feeling a certain way, whether that's happy, sad, whatever, right, even now, I want you to notice how you're feeling and how you're standing or sitting or whatever you're doing. How are you breathing? Where are your eyes? Are they looking like forward or up or down? What's your posture like? And your facial expressions, the muscles in your face, are they relaxed? Are they tense? Are they tight? I want you to consider all of these things. And then, you know, when you find yourself in a unresourceful state or unproductive state, you know, where you're sad, I want you to remember the physiology when you are happy or excited or carefree or relaxed. And then I want you to consciously change your physiology when you're, when you're feeling sad, depressed, angry, whatever, in an unresourceful state. I want you to change your physiology so that it matches the physiology when you're happy, excited, carefree, relaxed. And notice how your state will start to change. You will start to feel differently when you exhibit a different physiology. And even when I'm working one-on-one with clients, right, if clients uh, get triggered into a traumatic past experience or event, a memory, right, I always tell them to look up. I click my fingers and I say, look up. And by looking up, that gets you out of that state, right? And so just these small, small shifts in your physiology can can change your state. So I want you to be aware of that and I want you to start thinking of that, how you can alter your physiology, right, to help you get into a better state, a more resourceful and productive state, right, instead of wallowing in sadness or self-pity because that's a choice. You, even if you're not consciously aware of it, your subconscious mind is choosing to put you in that state, to exhibit that physiology, to relive those past memories, to make you feel like shit. And doing that is just hurting you. 
and it's not going to bring you closer to your goals, right? And so you get to choose, now that you become aware of these things, you get to choose whether you're going to change that. And these are some really, really small but highly effective ways to change your state. And so I also want to share with you all that uh, real-time events, imagination, and memory share the same neurological circuits in the brain. So what that means is when you're experiencing something in real in real life, in the external environment, when you're imagining a situation in your brain, or when you're remembering a past experience that you that you experienced in your brain, your brain doesn't know the difference. Whether you're actually experiencing it now, whether it's a memory from the past, or whether it's your imagination of the future. So essentially, as I said, you know, I've described how your physiology affects your mental state and and then your mental state also affects your physiology. So I've briefly touched on, you know, replaying the the same sad old stories in your head that make you feel like shit is going to perpetuate your sadness. And you're going to create more of the past in your present life and in your future because that's all you're thinking about. And so you perpetuate that cycle, that loop. You're just a hamster on a wheel, replaying the same memories. And then those experiences continue to play out and come to fruition in your life so that you feel you just continually feel like shit. And when something bad isn't happening to you right now, you keep replaying the, the old bad memories until the next bad thing actually happens to you. And by just focusing on everything shit in your life, you create more shit in your life. You create more of the past in your future. And so if you want to create a different future, you have to start imagining a different future, not replaying the same old memories, but but imagining a better, a brighter future, a positive future, and focusing on whatever it is that you desire in your future. Because as I've said before in previous episodes, what you focus on comes to life. Your brain picks up on whatever you are focused on. There's so much information in the world, right? So much going on around us. You can't take in every bit of information that's going on in the world. So your brain filters that information for you. And your brain is going to delete, distort, and generalize information based on your beliefs and values and what you focus on and what is relevant to you. So if all you're focused on is bad things happening to you uh, and you believe that your life is shit and you know, that only bad things happen to you, no good ever happens, then that's what you're going to continue to perpetuate in your life. Whereas if you create a new belief system that I am worthy of achieving my desires, like I am loved, I am worthy of achieving this, I can achieve this, and you start imagining your future and you have a vision for your future self and you focus on that, then your mind will go out and search for that, search for opportunities and and search for that future vision to actually come to life, come to fruition. You know, as I've said, you can change your state at any time by changing your physiology, but you can also change your state through imagination or visualization, right? Without actually having to experience any external stimulus. You don't have to be with your friends or your boyfriend or whoever to make you happy. You can sit there and remember a time where you were laughing with your girlfriends or make up a situation in your mind that would bring you happiness and sit there and close your eyes and imagine it or visualize it. 
and you will your body will respond in the same way the same chemicals will be released the same hormones will be released to make you feel that same happiness right so we need to stop relying as well on the external stimulus for happiness and we need to be aware that we can create this in our mind and like i said if you want to go from sad to happy simply change your physiology and even better than that Change your physiology at the same time of remembering or imagining a time where you were happy and really getting into that experience and associating with that and you will instantly feel happy. I guarantee it. You can't not feel happy if you are going to do that in your mind, associate with a happy um, experience, either memory or imagined and changing your physiology. You will feel happy. And so... You know, your physiology affects how you talk to yourself. If you're in a sad or depressed state and you're looking down and curled up in a ball and you're crying, you're going to start talking to yourself like the picture that you paint in your mind about your life. As I've said, you're just going to be focusing on the negatives and you're going to talk to yourself like, I'm a shit person, shit things happen to me, my life's crap. You know, you, it affects how you talk to yourself. It affects how you see things in your mind and what you pick up in the external world. If you're focused on the negative, you're only going to pick up the negative in the external world. That's just how our brains work, right? And so, you know, your perception of reality in the world is is going to be completely different to someone else's and it's going to be quite negative if that's what you're focused on. And again, that impacts how you're feeling, which impacts your behavior and therefore your results in life and the outcomes you create. And so if you want to create better outcomes and better results in your life, then you need to ensure that you're operating from a physiology and psychology of excellence that empowers you, right? So your physical body that you are in, as well as your mental state, your psychology, how, you know, what your internal representations are, how you're talking to yourself, what you're thinking, what your beliefs are, all of that, together with your physiology, how you're presenting yourself physically, right, needs to operate from an empowering place, right? And so, as I said, I call it a physiology and psychology of excellence to give you the best chance of success, and so I've given you some examples and tips of how you can change those things, like noticing when you're happy or when you feel good and noticing, observing your mental thoughts, your beliefs, the way you're talking to yourself at that point in time and also your external physiology. And then when you're feeling not so good, to carry across that physiology and that internal dialogue from when you were happy to instantly make you feel happier again, right? So I've given you some tips on how to do that. But another way that you can also do that is you can model, you know, the beliefs, values and the physiology of other people who have achieved great success or have achieved what you wish to do in your life. Because if they can do it, you can too, right? And so, I don't know, if you look at like a motivational speaker, like you look at Tony Robbins and how he carries himself and how he gets on stage, right? He puts himself in a physiology of excellence. He stands upright. He's open. He's like, yes, I'm ready to go. And then he also uses empowering language and he speaks to himself in his head in an empowering way. If he were, before he went on stage for one of his seminars, if he were to tell himself you're a piece of shit, like you're going to stuff this up, um, and he was like slouched over looking down at the floor, 
he would go out on stage and he would be like so nervous, but he would also be terrible at giving his seminar because he's not operating from an empowering state, right? And so you, you can say, oh, that's just Tony Robbins, but that's anyone. Like if he can do it, you can too. So what does he do that's different, right? And he operates, he puts himself in a psychology and physiology of excellence. And so you can look at anyone who's achieved great success or is doing something that you want to do or something you want to get better at and look at how they do it, right? What, what are they doing with their physiology? And, you know, what are they saying? How are they talking? What language are they using? And that will give you a pretty clear indication of, well, of what's going on in their mind. And you can start to adopt those same thoughts and values and beliefs, right? And so I hope that you're realizing that, you know, you can't make change in your mind without making change in your body. And you can't make change in your body without making change in your mind. Because as I've said, they are interconnected. And as I've said, some people say your mind is also in your body. Your brain's in your head, but your mind is all throughout your body, right? So I really want you to let that sink in. And I want you to remind yourself of that as well, that if you're trying to do one without the other, you're not going to set yourself up for success. They go hand in hand. They are fiercely interconnected. Want to know my secret formula to turn your desires into reality? Download my free Manifesting Magic ebook linked in the show notes. I hope that I've given you a little bit of an overview today and I guess more depth and discussion for you all to consider about how closely and interrelated the mind and body are and how important it is for you to take care of both in order to quote unquote be healthy, right? And how they go hand in hand. So if you have any questions about today's episode or would like to get in contact with me, you can email me at danny uh, at stepintoyourpowercoaching.com or you can DM me on Insta, which is stepintoyourpower underscore. Both of those um, I will put in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode and would like me to keep doing the podcast, please share the podcast with a friend or on your Instagram stories Uh, and rating, reviewing and subscribing to the pod also really helps me gain credibility and reach more people. So really appreciate if you guys can take the time out to do that. So I'm going to leave it at that for today, but thank you all for listening. Once again, I really appreciate all of you and I hope that you have an amazing weekend and I will speak to you all next week. Bye guys.